So what's going on, Evan? You, you, you so what? You what time are you working Sundays now? Oh no, I mean I'm I'm at my normal uh, schedule. There was a moment where someone's gonna have to uh, cover for the person that was taking off so they can watch Sunday night football. But um, he uh, he senses like I guess he hurt his uh, hurt his legs to the point where he has nerve damage and um, doing what? Another guy. They have another guy covering a shift now for the week. So, so the same guy that is just you guys are wrapping your schedule around <laughs> was taking off Sundays and Mondays for for professional. Well, it was, it was Mondays. Correct? It was just Mondays because I mean he works at midnight. Yeah, to nurse the hangover, to nurse the hangover, and then you drink slightly for Monday night football. I know the rhyme and rhythm, Evan. You don't mm-hmm. have to tell me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. So he. You guys are wrapping your schedule around that, essentially, correct? Yeah. Now, what? What? Now he's now injured himself doing what? Now, uh, I believe he was in a softball tournament. Okay. Yeah. You said nerve nerve damage. Yes. I don't know if you. Okay. Well, I don't know if you guys you played softball, you, you, like a beer league for, for you know mid forties, fifty year old softball. Say, it's not easy to. It's not easy to do that. I was gonna say, well, I, don't, I, I think it is easy to do because you know what they're doing while playing softball? It's uh, drinking, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're getting fucking plastered. Yeah, that, they are, <laughs> they are, they are. Everybody is fucking drinking. Yeah, this isn't a young guy um, either. I mean, he's he's in his he's a, he's a little bit of a middle aged man. He's in his fifties. So, can we replace you already? <laughs> Everything you've said about this guy is like up. I think. A good alley for me and Joe to do a podcast around. He sounds I think fantastic. You're starting to hamper us. I mean, all, all, yeah. every single time I talk to him, he just asked me about my fantasy team. He sounds great. Exactly. He sounds great. Yeah. Uh, and also, nerve damage playing softball is it a is a is just sort of a fantastic excuse to not come into work again <laughs> while football's happen not happening anymore. Season's heating <laughs> up, man. The, <laughs> Yeah, season's heating up. You can also see that his team might be uh, – who, who's his favorite team? Uh, Buffalo. He, I know he's told you. Oh, yeah. Buffalo? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're in the hunt. Yeah, because that's going to – yeah, that's going to go into the postseason probably. So, he's he's starting to think a little bit long-term. So, he's like, nerve damage, that might get me an extra six months. Pause. Uh, when did he get the nerve damage? Uh, approximately oh, like a week ago. Was it around football Sunday? Uh, it was Wednesday. Okay. Because Bills fans are notorious for setting up – a plastic tables and jumping off of things and just just landing on them sometimes they set him on fire he was, limp, he was limping the first two days he was at work i'm sure he did it it's a really common thing in buffalo <laughs> the thing is he probably did it in his backyard which makes it a hundred times better exactly off his deck right of passage <laughs> i'm sure the video on his bills mafia uh, twitter page is fire as shit though <laughs> Yeah, replacement. Evan, let him know we we do the podcast and what time. I'm sure he's free. <laughs> he's the only one with balls at your job, apparently. You can't <laughs> even tell them that you need Sundays off. <laughs> I mean, pretty much everyone that, uh, at my job, the people who have been there the longest, they're, they're, they've already said that they're not going to be there that much for the remaining months. So, Yeah, that's what everybody does that has time. It's the holidays. I wish I, if I wasn't quitting my job right now, I would not be in at all. There's so much, when, when you start accruing time, you, you realize that the other people that have, that have tenure, they just don't, they don't show up. They're using that time. They're abusing it. 
absolutely just abusing it. There's no such. There's almost. I I I I don't know how to say it, but like they're they're really everybody just absolutely just 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 rubs it in the face of everybody. Beautiful, it's ridiculous, beautiful transition. Introduce the podcast. Let's get into that. Okay, uh, this is the No Relation Podcast. <laughs> See if you gon' lie, you gon' love me. I was getting bras way before I got the money. Honey, since I've been a star, they don't love me. The ceiling got stars when the star got no ceiling. Stick it out, poke it out, stick it out, poke it out. Hey, yeah, she got a little bus, so what? Big back, she can show enough. Stick it out, poke it out, stick it out, poke it out. My regards said the bras, they thought I was done. Pick a side, pick a side, and die in a jump. I've been letting things slide, they trying too hard Cause I ain't left the city once to travel abroad Nigga, I'm back on my bar shit They sticking behind the Civic, we in the car service I really just mind my business and pray that God sort them Can't really be long-winded, you talking short money Today we not cost-cutting, can you stick it out? Told me she was quarantining, brand new cities out And there might be a couple weeks to make them bitches bounce So I mean it when I be like, what's this turn around? No, really, turn around, okay This is episode 700 uh, This is, uh this is Young Amex uh, Taylor signing on. Jesus Christ! This is Joe signing on. This is Evan. I thought we retired that. Yeah, we did. It's retired. <laughs> the jersey's in the rafters already. Okay. But yeah, the guy that uh, has been there the longest. He's been there for probably I think twenty five, twenty six years. Like literally, like been there as long as I've been alive. And um, we just don't see him anymore. He he shows up almost as he pleases at this point. He like mm-hmm. pretty much since about like the middle of September. He's just. Has just whenever he wants, half days, um, maybe once a week, like that's it. Yeah, because he can exactly. He also like who's gonna fire him at this point? It it would it would take more to fire that guy because they probably have to give him a what's that thing they give you a severance? I mean, that and also like he's like the head of our union too. So like I mean, they it's like they can't. Yeah, yeah. there's absolutely yeah, nothing. There's to nothing lose. they can do. Yeah. Yeah, he could walk. Exactly. He could walk yeah, in and set the carpet on fire. I think he'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, the same things at my job. There's plenty of people. There's people that haven't. You don't see them on Fridays. You know why? Because they're not coming in. That's exactly why. They're not coming in Fridays, and they're also going to leave at two o'clock sharp. You ever have a you ever have a boss that like they they took a week off to go do something, and then they come back, and then three weeks later they take two weeks off, and it's like, wow, you must have a lot of vacation. They're like, oh, I'm not taking vacation. <laughs> 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 it's like that coworker. Like, have you ever like uh, like been around a coworker who's just they're just not there Thursdays or Fridays? Dude. <laughs> like, you talk to the boss. Like, yep, they just don't come here on Fridays. So you you don't ever ask why. It's just they, they, they for some reason they just said like, ah, I'm not going to come in. Absolutely, fire me if you want, but I'm just not going to be here Fridays. And the best part, I like coworkers that are just like, you know, it's like a Tuesday afternoon and they just kind of look around and like, yeah, I'm going to pack this shit up. <laughs> you can uh, you can finish up if you want, but uh, it's 1230. I'm, uh, I'm going to finish up uh, from home or whatever. Just don't call me. I, <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys like tried to do that yourselves, by the way? I've gotten a little bit of leeway, a, a, a very slight amount of leeway, but I also get a lot of shit for it. So, like, I'm, I'm really tiptoeing the line. Do what? Like, 
like use time and not show up like i think there is like a well i'm quitting now so <laughs> i'm um the writing's been on the wall for a second but uh like before then like let's say you take off like i don't know just two fridays in a row it's just like and it's like for practical reasons or something like that like one friday you're moving so you need that and then next friday you got your boy coming in so you take off that too or something like that you know what i mean uh that that then turns into like oh alex just never shows up on fridays yeah. he just always takes off yeah. yeah that type of shit yeah no it's always crazy to me like when like you have probably like been there like almost every single day out of the year that you like take off two days and you're like oh well you you never hear like bitch like <laughs> like th- that's the one like gets on my nerves when someone says that you're never here but you only take off like maybe a handful of days out of the year and that's what inspired me to use up every single one of my sick days. Because if you're just going to start that, then I'll show you what it's like. To not be <laughs> Dad, that's the best way to. Yeah, because that happened to me early in the summer. I had like a wedding. I went on a couple weekend trips, whatever. I ended up using like a total of four vacation days. But um, everybody was like, oh, they're always traveling. You're never around. And I was like, I still have like quite a bit of vacation left. And I'll show you motherfuckers are never around looks like because I'd be happy to do it. In fact, I'm really dying for it. But that's the difference. I think yeah. once you get a little bit of wiggle room, it's like you can take a week-long vacation and just not really say anything. As long as you answer, like, one phone call and attend one Zoom meeting, <laughs> then all of a sudden everybody's like, I mean, he was working from home for that week, so it wasn't a big deal. It's like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> he answered two emails and, and, and picked up your picked up his phone and told you, I don't know, ask this somebody else. That's not working from home, but whatever. They get the, they get the wiggle room for that. Yeah, no call, no show as long as I work for new employees. So I'd, I've been at my job for probably about like roughly over a year now. Um, I did like a like a quote-unquote almost no call, no show where like I told a bo- uh, one of my managers I won't be in. He didn't convey that message to someone else. And I got an are you okay message. I didn't get like a my phone blowed up. So <laughs> I text my boss at, at like noon sometimes. Hey, I'm not showing up today. I just get an okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was my birthday last week, and um, it was a Thursday, and I literally just told everybody, like, as I was leaving the office, like, hey, so I'm not going to be here on Friday. <laughs> I am taking a, I'm going to be sick. And they're like, oh, you seem fine. It's like, I'm going to be sick on Friday. <laughs> Don't call or text me. I'm going to be sick on Friday. I'm going to be very, very sick. Damn, you guys got me not wanting me to quit my job now. <laughs> I got so much vacation and sick time. I think the sexiest thing is whenever my boss, like, uh, whenever, like, my job just calls me on, like, a sick day or a vacation day, I just love to have, like, the music playing in the background. Like, I'm I'm going through it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is also calling in sick, and, like, it's clearly, like, a pool in the background. Like, yeah, man, I, I don't know, migraines. <laughs> Literally, like, order for Evan? <laughs> yeah, I'm really sick. <laughs> 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 you only bought me one mojito. I, I is, that, is this is this salmon? I said tuna. Yeah, no, I can't come in today. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> I'm really, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling under the weather. <laughs> um. Oh wait, Joe, it was your birthday. Yeah, yeah, it was my birthday. Did you get your gift for me? What kind of question is that? You didn't send me anything. You don't have my yeah, address. Yeah, so all right, we can just keep we can just keep going forward if you guys want to. All right, <laughs> didn't really have much to do there. I just wanted to acknowledge, I guess. Wait, how, wait, uh, wait, how old are you, Joe? There's some people that died at the Travis Scott concert. You guys want to talk? 
Wait, 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 wait. Joe, how old are you now? I'm uh, I'm 25 now. 25. Okay. Well, that's how me and Alex have been. We we already talked about how it's been being 25. It sucks as much as 24 did. I think 26 is going to be about the same. So I mean, we could talk about this if you want to. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm officially like I can't say like I'm mid 20s now. I'm mid 20s. I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20. It's a interesting age. I don't like. I'm trying to get more optimistic about it, but like I really am like thoroughly not enjoying birthdays anymore until I rent a car and it's a little cheaper. You're- I guess. You're finally at the age where it's not cute to be a SoundCloud rapper. That's correct. It, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll argue that. Uh, it's not cute to be a SoundCloud rapper after the age of, uh, uh, I'm biased, and I'll say 17. But, you know, that's just what I think. I think, you know, if you're already looking into that possibility of that being your uh, career, I think that every SoundCloud uh should also like if you're going the rapper route uh, i'm saying this because we also are in soundcloud uh yeah we're but if you're going the rapper route i think that it should also pop up with advertisements for like you know hvacs um <laughs> or like just like, like there is a labor source school there. or something like yeah i think it should just pop up with advertisements because you know just I think it should just be there. I think that'd be a good lane for people to at least consider. We give out too many good ideas. Are you saying career uh, career placement opportunities for SoundCloud rappers? Yes, I think that'd be a good idea. Yes, that honestly should be bombarded with <laughs> bombarded with Indeed dot com ads. <laughs> <laughs> and and if and if your if your song is whack and only getting like zero listens and you keep putting out music, I think that it, SoundCloud should just pop up with a thing. This is like, hey. Uh, how about this? We give you like a year free of SoundCloud Pro or Plus or whatever it is uh, if you uh, enroll here at uh, ITT Tech. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> hey, if you get your CDL, you can you can work for the city, do uh do a snowplow. That they make good money. I w- actually being a snowplow driver is kind of a dream of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So you can be the one in New York that just covers the whole state. <laughs> and I just take my sweet, sweet time. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be hitting drive-throughs like a motherfucker. <laughs> I remember uh, the one time I was driving through New York State. I didn't know like the snowplow doesn't come out until like it's an actual a fucking emergency. Correct. It's on you. I mean, it's it's at your own yeah. discretion. In New York, it's like, I it's mean, it, you, just, you know what tires you have. You know what car you have. If you want to go out, you want to go out. I, I don't know what to tell you. The You guys are literally just relying on good Samaritans that put those fucking, like, shovels on the front of their trucks. And then after that, it's just uh, everybody, every little minivan going out of the street is just cannon fodder after that. That's correct. Talk about labor shortage. And there's... And they they're still pissed that you're only going sixty two you're sixty two in the in like a fucking seventy or so or like sixty two in like a sixty five I should say yeah I mean that the, they'll be like hey we put the salt down four days ago I don't know what else you want us to do <laughs> yeah but it's up to your knees it's like well yeah just drive motherfucker I'm doing it like <laughs> I didn't know you were a bitch <laughs> yeah so wait what'd you do with what'd you do for your birthday Joe. I just went out with some friends and got some drinks. It was a very mild evening. Um, yeah, but it was it, uh, Honolulu is still unlocked. Like I couldn't get ratchet if I wanted to, but quite frankly, I just wanted to. There was like a ten guest limit, and I was like, "Oh, perfect!" 
<laughs> I can think of ten people I want to be around today, and not not a single person more. So I can't think of five, but ten that, that sounds great. I'm literally trying to gather people just to say bye to them, and I can think of only three. <laughs> like I can't. After that, it's like just it's, it's like I. That's been so annoying. Is like uh trying to like do this whole going away song and dancing thing, and there people keep going like, oh, we need to hang out before we leave. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> We've hung out once in the past year. Why would we hang out again? Like that—that that means that we're at the same pace. Even if I move, that means we're at the same pace to hang out the same amount. I don't understand why we would have to force another hangout. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Force hangouts are trash no. too. You'll be like halfway through sushi and be like, I could be at home. I could. I could. Yeah. This is just. Just tell me. Just tell me that you're going to visit me. Uh, when I move and you're not going to, and we'll just plan it from there. That's just all. Exactly. I want. And I'm looking forward to like, you know, seven years from now when you happen and be like, we bump into each other at, at the grocery store and it's like, Hey, it's good. It's great to see you. <laughs> all right. That was, we'll, we'll be over here. I love those interactions. Sometimes they're 15, 20 minutes long and that's all I need. That's all I needed from you. No, they're either 15 minutes long or 30 seconds. And you know what? I love it when it's 30 seconds. That means we didn't force anything. We just went about our day. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, they're still alive, <laughs> and like, 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 like the worst thing in the world is if I'm at the gym or I'm at the grocery store and someone who I barely even know their last name just is like, you, yeah, talk. Let's let's let, like let's have rhetoric. Like, no, man, we're, I'm in the middle of something. I'm listening to my podcast and they're telling me how Taylor Swift is a racist. Like, what? There's much more important things going on in my world right now than you. <laughs> I won't let you do that. She's not a racist. Um. We don't listen to the same podcast, so how would you know? I know in my heart she's not. The effects? Intuition. Anyways. Uh, she has one Kendrick song, and that's it. I think, debatably, that's all she needs. Who has Kendrick had songs with that has bad vibes? Hmm. R. Kelly. Mm. No, no, that was Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, <laughs> Kendrick has a song with R. Kelly. No, I, 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 I was uh, thinking of uh, Ty Dolla Sign's album. Ty Dolla Sign has a song with R. Kelly. Actress off of Free TC. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Must have really just slid that one in there somehow. <laughs> it wasn't a sample. That was that was Kels. He was <laughs> he was there. <laughs> they were in the stew. <laughs> you know Kendrick Lamar's on the um you remember Sale by like AWOL Nation or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, he was on the remix. I did I did know that. Him and Absol. <laughs> poor Absol. <laughs> what a waste of a career that poor man had. <laughs> One one day we're gonna look back on the legacy of TDE and we're gonna see a lot of really cool artists and a lot of careers just completely squandered by them. What by them investing so much in Isaiah Rashad <laughs> for him just to have a terrible Xanax addiction? <laughs> hey, his last he album comeback, wasn't bad, but, but fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. That last album was good, but holy shit, that what a gray area the last other seven years have been. <laughs> They're really, they're really banking on him being very good, and that just never happened. Yeah, 
Well, our, I mean, I guess there's time, but shit. They're also kind of holding SZA hostage, and that's that's just bothering me right now. But that's another conversation for another day. Hey, speaking of music and stuff, you guys want to talk about this Travis Scott thing? Yeah, it's probably time. It's not funny. None of this is funny. I'll preface that. Because there are people that die. Seven. But I, is it question, seven? Eight. 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 eight, eight. One's like 14, too. Like, apparently there Probably was people young, as young as, yeah, well, apparently there was people as young as, like, fucking five years old getting into this concert. Uh, well, it's like promoted as a carnival. I don't, th- yeah, I don't think there was misadvertising. I think that's just what children are listening to is, like, Travis, like an NBA young boy. I think that's just what popular music is now. It is. Anyways. Like, I mean, Travis yeah, I Scott mean, arguably is pop music now. Not arguably, it is pop music. It is. It is pop music. It's exactly the. That's the definition of pop music. I mean, he pretty much just makes shit for the radio, which is fine. He's rich off of it, but but that just I mean, means that when it's come time for when you're throwing a huge concert slash festival, there are in fact middle middle schoolers there, and quite a few of them. That's what that's what fucked me up though, because I was like, I could see myself if I was that age begging to go to the. You know, if I was in that area, I wanted like mom and dad. I want to go to Astro World with my eighth grade group. It's gonna be dummy lit. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, like I, I don't know. I feel like. Well, let me ask you guys: Where do you guys stand on it? Do you think it's Travis is a fault, or do you think it's like the venue itself, or like who or, or promoters? You know what this brought me back to? Do y'all remember when we were in college and Ray Shremmerd had an outdoor concert? And it was ass-packed, shoulder-to-shoulder. At one point during that concert, I fell down, and I really genuinely was almost trampled to death. And I remember while I was down there not able to get up, thinking, if I die at this stupid fucking concert, (laughs) I'm going to be so upset. Most situations, if I'm about to die, I'm like, fuck it, whatever, it's my time. But if I die at a Ray Shremmerd concert because because the frat boys in front of me didn't couldn't catch the rhythm and people were bumping into each other too much and it knocked me over, I was I was never I was never gonna forgive myself. Luckily, you know, someone pulled me out of the crowd at that concert. What'd you say? I think one of our friends did get trampled at that concert and like displaced their hip or something. Yeah, there was like genuine injuries, and it wasn't even lit. It was just there was too many people there. It was also fucking freezing. Yeah. That was like it was like forty two degrees outside. People were there like with puffy coats. It was it was it was astounding. Yeah. And that's like early Ray Shremmerd. I don't think they even had like Power Glide out yet or like some of their other big hits. I'm pretty sure they, they all... had the they had some of the like the popular first songs. But I, I remember think they, they had like, like this DJ set. set. Anyway, did, anyway, did. basically, I because of that un- experience, I understand. Like, it doesn't even really have to be a mosh. Like, sometimes just shit can go sideways, and you can get hurt so like i'll throw travis some slack in the sense that like maybe he didn't see it or if he did see it he didn't you know realize that it was serious a lot of people are giving him a lot of shit i mean i don't it's like well documented that like at previous concerts of his he's like paused to like you know like help everybody let everybody get up or like help somebody that passed out like there's footage of that so like obviously this was like a mistake but he also did incite a riot once and got in trouble for that um, you know, in the eyes of the law, I'm pretty sure he just told everybody to get hype and run around and whatever. But um, I don't know. He's been tiptoeing a line in his career because he has had some times where he's paused and he has had some times where he hasn't. But um, at the end of the day, 
I don't know when there's. Well, this one was kind of fucked from like the jump. Like it looked like what that fence toppled over and like hundreds of people were just kind of like storming in. Yeah. I mean, I mean people that's were like, like storming the gate from the get go. Like they were going through the metal detectors. They were like, they were they weren't even like mining the fences. They were just hopping over. Which I, I don't know what's wrong with these young people nowadays. But like they just, there's no control whatsoever when it comes to that shit. Like, oh shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. This brings we have to keep doing this. We we have to keep reminding ourselves that if we if this was eight years ago, Evan, you would be in that group right there running with them. Correct. And also let's let's also. Like people die at big concerts pretty much every like three years. It's not. It's no not- wait. Hey, wait. False. That's that's a false statement. Because no, I am not front row at any concert. I will wait and sit my hat. I never. I never said you're front row, but you would. You would jump a fence if there's a group of people jumping the fence, and you also didn't have a ticket. If there if there's a crowd of people hitting me, you know what? Maybe yeah, but I'm not about to be. No. Nope. If I purchase now. the ticket, somebody's because scanning that bitch. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that shit I is not if, cheap. Well, I said if you didn't have a ticket, I said if you didn't have a ticket, you've been shit. You've been to, you've been to festivals before. Every festival, there's like just like fucking, I don't know, like groups of like mid twenty, mid to young twenties, maybe like late teens. Like there's a bunch of guys always walking around going like, hey, hey, we try to jump the fence. You guys want to do it with us? Like they try to get like a bunch of them because if there's a bunch yeah, of them, I they mean, can't that, stop everything. That happened to us in Chicago and we're like, no, we bought our shit. Like, yeah, like <laughs> you broke bitch. <laughs> I'm going to the entrance like an adult. Nigga want to burrow under the fence. What you, you fucking child. <laughs> you fucking peasant. <laughs> and you know what? I, they got in. I think some of them got, uh, were fine getting in. Some got caught. But like, you know what? At the end of the day, like I buy my ticket. Like I'm, like, I'm not, like, I don't risk going to jail. Correct. That's and what I pride my life on right now is the fact that I don't really have many risks in my life that puts me inside of a bar. You, 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 you drive with a suspended license quite frequently. Right, but what but black man doesn't? That, my hands, yep, my one, hand is Yeah, one in, th- one in three on this chat. I mean, all right, this is something that somebody wrote down, but like, what, um, what? So wait, Joe, is your license suspended? I'm waiting. No, my license is not suspended. And when my license did okay, get suspended, because it did, I did not drive. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. Continue. When, uh, what, what, what concerts are you guys trying to go to at this age? All right. Well, no, that's not the question. The question was, who would you wor- uh, risk your life to see at in concert? Oh, that was the question. Only person I'm risking my life to see is Frank Ocean, and that's it. Okay. Thank you. Same. Yeah. There's a there's a very small there's a very small uh, group of people that I'm really trying to do that with because the, uh, there's all right. So the, here's a here's a good example. My, one of my favorite artists is Danny Brown. I don't want to go to a Danny Brown concert because I know the crowd at a Danny Brown concert is dog shit. It's full of, full of really whack-ass people. I had a friend go to a Danny Brown concert, and he was like, it was literally every shitty drug dealer within, like, the... And not, like, not like, like drug dealers, drug dealers, like you'd see at, like, a fucking Dolph concert. But, like, like all the, like, small-time white weed dealers in the area were at the Danny Brown concert, and that was the demographic. And I was like, that makes perfect sense, and that's kind of why I don't really want to see him live. Because, like, the demographic yeah, yeah. there is just not going to be fun. But Danny Brown is not doing 
like you know he's not doing like these like big ass venues and yeah, festival of course not. type shits. Danny Brown is doing like those like medium theaters, which is again that's there's no there's no issue with doing that. No, but like, but like you're, one with those places, capacity is very limited. Those places want you to are, are very strict on capacity too, and so I mean the chance of that shit happening. I mean, it could happen, yeah, but it's not going to be as significant or as on a greater scale as this shit. That's it's just like it's a little bit different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But not just Where, that. In, in, not just that. But all right, so like I, I've been to quite a few concerts now. I've seen Tyler Creator a couple of times. I saw him when he was like kind of like in that like whole like uh, um, like like golf uh, like golf uh, whatever uh, Wolfgang area era. And I saw him like in this new era where like he's like kind of like more mature. It, Night and day. <laughs> yeah, but his crowds never change. It's still like just like eighteen year old white kids in Supreme. Like that's literally like the entire crowd. And I've seen Vince Staples, uh, seen Vince Staples live. It's still just a bunch of white kids. And the thing is, every single concert, if you're like in the actual crowd, it's like you're just getting pushed around. You're getting like it's like not like not like necessarily a mosh pit, but like it's just like you're like once you get out of that crowd, you feel like you were just in a fight. Like like my body's sore is going through i can't walk straight <laughs> well i'll i'll speak for the t-pain concert that i went to uh none of that shit happened there t-pain we all did it right we were all we all listened to his music we all jammed to his music and we all had a very very lovely time yeah but if you ever go to a concert like look around you you see all the young people kind of in the front and like that little G- uh, ga spot the general admission if you look to the back, you see the people around, like, in the seats and, like, uh, people, like, in the outskirts. Those are where, like, the people in like, the mid-20s, late-20s are just chilling, vibing in music. They're, they're, they're like, spaced out. Like, yeah. when I saw Tyler Creator, like, everyone who was in the seats, older. Like, they're just, enjo- they're just there to enjoy their time. Everyone, like, in, like, the front, n- no one that looked like they're, like, like, anything above the age of, like, 20. Also, uh, yeah, and just to say this, concerts are so whack. <laughs> unless you really, no, really like that artist. They're overrated. Unless you really like that artist and that, and not only like that artist, but the album that they just put out, why the fuck are you going to the concert? Yeah, uh, right. so like, you really do have to, I think one of the biggest issues with hip hop is that it's not, it's not that great live. I've seen like I've seen like bands live when motherfuckers are like actually playing instruments and shit. That shit's hard. I saw a No Name concert and she had like a band because all her instrumentals are really jazzy and not that like sampled bass. So she had like a live band that she performed with. It was a lovely time. And then there's certain artists where it's like, all right, like most of their music is danceable ass music, so it's gonna be a good time regardless. Like even though like the performance itself isn't that great, like the but like I saw Earl Sweatshirt in concert right after some rap songs came out. Imagine that shit. It wasn't like I had a bad time, but I was like, man, this experience is kind of trash. Because <laughs> how the fuck are you supposed to perform some rap songs and like have it not just be like everybody sit down and have a beer and enjoy the show as opposed to like motherfuckers were like up and about trying to dance and it was like that's just not what this is like that's not what it's supposed to be yeah i mean that's like i mean but that's why he would probably bring someone on tour with him that's a little bit more hype if he wanted to so well that's what he did his opening acts were like very like energetic music yeah, I mean, um, that's like what happened with like Vince Stables. Like he brought JPEG Mafia in for the uh, for his opening act, and literally just like a bunch of white kids were mosh pitting the entire time. 
but yeah, going back to say, uh, uh, Frank, seeing Frank Ocean live is a uh, is is probably one of my that's list things. That's the only one that I'll actually go see live. If like I I won't even go see Kendrick Lamar live because like he's going to be doing no he'd be doing a stadium now and like I'm not about to pay like good money just to see him on a Megatron. I mean, like, so I is mean, Frank though. Yeah, but that's different. <laughs> I mean, if I were to get trampled yeah. to death anywhere, it'd be at a Frank concert. That's that's yeah. A, now I have the right. opportunity I would to like smell to, the same air as Frank. Of course, <laughs> I would like to think that there's a certain level of sophistication with a Frank Ocean concert. That's what you think, and then you're going to get there, and it's not. It's going to be the same kids that are at the Tyler, the 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 Earl sweatshirt. The it's just a bunch of Yo. college white kids, like <laughs> dead ass. And the best part is that nobody's going to know the words to shit. <laughs> That's my favorite. I saw Except, I saw Run the Jewels live. <clears throat> I saw Vince live. I saw Kendrick live. I saw Schoolboy live. Nobody knows any of that fucking music. Everybody just like generally likes it and has it on as their background shit. Like, oh, it'd be fun to go to this concert today. Most people are not actually singing along with that shit because they have no goddamn clue what the music is. They're not like fan ass fans. They're people that just like to go see shit live. <clears throat> All right, take yeah, go go to a Frank Ocean concert with me. See it, see see what lyrics I don't know. Yeah. That's gonna be the fun part. We're gonna find the song that I don't know. We should do that. <laughs> I want them to sing the song that I have no idea what the words are. Be fantastic. I'd, I'd love to learn that new Frank Ocean song actually. <laughs> You can't find it. There's not one. <laughs> yeah, there, I don't think there is one. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! I want him to sing at my wedding. <laughs> I want him to be my husband. <laughs> <laughs> sing to me at the wedding. I do. <laughs> we don't talk about that enough. He's very handsome too. Didn't he open a? He opened like a gay bar in New York, and I was like, "God, where is the fucking VIP list? I want bottle service at that bitch." He called it prep. <laughs> if they play DHL in there, fucking slut me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what he start. That's when he opened it. That's where he premiered it at. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, Trey Song is another one. I'd probably be a. Pretty okay, let's right, not wait, go hold down on this road. Uh, <laughs> hold on, wait, wait, hey, hey, quick question. All right, Frank Ocean yeah. with the like the green but uh, but blonde hair, or Frank Ocean with grills? Grills. Uh, I like the one gold tooth that he had. So grills. Yeah. Well, he had. Remember when he had the one gold tooth? That was it. I just remember when he had grills. I'm I'm actually going to go with blonde hair. Okay. Well, if you want me to go find a picture of it, I'd, I'd be more than happy to look for it. Um, Don't tempt me with a good time so wait, just wait. looking at pictures of Frank Ocean. This might be a separate topic. Minutes. Is he actually bisexual or is he just gay? He's uh, It's whatever he wants to be, and I'm okay with whatever he wants yeah, me correct. to be, too. Whatever, whatever uh, makes him feel happy. Yeah, whatever he wants me to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could be either, I guess. I'm just asking because, like, the only song I really recollect him actually talking about a woman is, like, maybe, like, Pyramids and, like, a couple songs from his mixtapes. And after that, I can't really remember, like, much of anything else. Yeah. Is it? I mean. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, sexuality is a spectrum. Like, it, it's like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, 
But yeah. you're right. He yeah. was he was out the closet way before he was out the closet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anybody that actually like listened to his lyrics and he didn't even really have to be paying attention. You just had to actually take it verbatim. <laughs> I mean, wasn't that like an actual thing like back then? Like everyone was like, "Is he? Is he like?" He had a he had a remember on oldie where they're all just freestyling. He had a he had a bar that says, "I'm said, high and I'm by." Wait, no, I mean I'm straight and. Just no one. That was it. I mean, and I was shouting that shit out of my car window. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, yeah, I remember one day it hit me. I was like, "Huh." <laughs> we gotta talk about how fragile just uh, some of the everybody's masculinity was back then. Because I remember everybody go, like, "Everybody chill. He's just bi. It's not like he's gay or anything." Like I remember when. <laughs> I remember when that shit happened. There was like a group of just like teenage boys that were just like, "No, dude, we can still listen to it. He's just bisexual. He still likes some girls." <laughs> Damn. I remember listening back and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm kind of I clearly am kind of stupid because <laughs> this guy was screaming it the whole time." <laughs> I really was singing along to Forrest Gump. Not 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 a thought in my mind about it. <laughs> Yeah, wait, everybody listened to Forrest Gump, and I was like, yeah, all right, you guys need to, and you guys are questioning this man's sexuality, there's, because I remember he had to, he put out, like, a release right before the album came out, and so, yeah, I'm gay, and everybody's like, what, this is just so that he can, uh, or he's, he didn't even say he was gay, he said he had a crush on his childhood friend that he spent the whole summer with, Yeah, and, like, that was it, and everybody's like, he's gay, and blah, 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 and it was like, he's just doing this so that he gets press for his uh for channel orange not to and, and then you listen to channel orange and you realize this is actually him just coming out the closet it was the whole album was Did you just actually like, hear about that actual story like the whole story about that guy yeah it wasn't it like uh he like he pretty much spent like every day and night with this guy over the summer and yeah then, he spent uh, like an entire summer, summer yeah he spent an entire summer with this guy and like just uh, he, he just went back with his girlfriend and like he like pulled up to his house unexpectedly one day and like they just talked it out and like you're like alright well peace nigga that was it <laughs> and then we get bad religion which I mean <laughs> yeah I'm sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> if that's if that if if we get bad religion and thinking about you out of that I'm sorry Frank but you need <laughs> and and Ivy yeah bro I mean I <laughs> I want every artist to be happy. I want people to be happy. But God, when some people get hurt, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> as fuck for Adele's album. <laughs> Someone said Miguel's album. Uh, Miguel's next album is up the amazing because all he did was just shit on this woman. Now he's heartbroken. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's that's awful. Um. Wait, what else are we talking about here? We t- we, Why we talk? We talked about Frank Ocean for about twenty minutes. Yeah, we, we started about Travis with Scott. Travis Scott. We started with eight deaths at a Travis Scott concert. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Ocean is question is pro- arguably how I've started most of my friendships after the age of fifteen. By the way, <laughs> I'm not really joking about that either. I don't think I'd be friends with Joe if it wasn't for Frank Ocean. That's probably um, true. <laughs> On God, my every 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 solid friendship I've made is actually over bonding over Frank Ocean music. My first IG post ever was just the like cover of Channel Orange with like the release date, and it was like three months before, and I was like, "OMG, so excited!" 
I was a fanboy way, way before. <laughs> That's kind of embarrassing. I'm glad you told people that. <laughs> Shit, what, what was I? I, could, I was probably 14. I'm I mean, happy I still remember what remember, happened to I, I Remember Target, Target didn't allow that shit in their store? <laughs> it's funny how far we've come. Now WAP plays while you're fucking grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember like uh, the day like where Alex and um, one of our childhood friends like put me on uh, Frank Ocean. I was like talking about how, like, yeah, ain't no one better than Chris Brown. And like, oh, no, you ain't heard of Frank Ocean's yet, have you? <laughs> No, don't do it. It's, it's Frank Ocean, Evan. That boy Frank Ocean is uh, awesome. <laughs> his, man. <laughs> Wait, what song? Did we Did we show you Pyramids? No, y'all first? didn't even play a song. You said, like, no, no, go listen to Frank Ocean. And I like, think it was, was Thinking like, About You. I think it was Thinking About You as the lead single where I was like, actually, oh, fuck. Because, well, Pyramids wasn't, was, was Pyramids a single on the album, too? I don't think it was. If it was, no. it was probably, oh, okay. like, one the half of it, but I don't think it was. Uh, it was. It, it might have been like a two days before single where it like released the video, so it like wasn't a single ass single, but it was it was like sort of. But it also might have been one where like he released the video on the same day as the album. I don't know. I remember listening to Pyramids and thinking it was trash the first time I heard it. I never Boy, thought that was song was trash. It came the first time I heard. It, I was like, what? What is this masterpiece? No, the first time I heard it, I thought it was trash, and I don't know when it when it clicked to my in my head that it was actually, actually the best thing that this, ever constructed in my life. The day I think I lost my musical virginity was the day I listened to Pyramids for the first time, and the day I listened to because I listened to the, both of these songs the first time for the, on uh, the same day. It was Pyramids and uh, um, Thinking About You, Dying for Thirst, mm. and by my mind it was like a big bang in my head. Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> that's a that's an emotional last day. <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, I was going through a lot. <laughs> hey, were we going to talk about anything else? I would talk about Frank Ocean for another forty minutes. <laughs> I could honestly go for probably twenty hours. <laughs> we could just have that be our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, I, I I wake up and realize that 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 man owes nothing to this world anymore. He does. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah. And each day, Blonde gets a little bit better too. It's true. I still, Have you ever gone still, back and listened to fucking Endless? <laughs> Endless is so fucking good. It's it's beautiful. It's 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 not even a finished work of art. That's the <clears> thing. It's like all unmastered, pretty much. He he literally released that as a fun to troll the fucking label, <laughs> and it's a goddamn masterpiece. It sounds like he made it in a warehouse, which he actually did, and it's just it's just beautiful. yeah. He covered. He covered a song to begin with it, and then that that was <laughs> not just a song, not just a song. He, 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 what was it like? It's now I'm blanking, but you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what. Yeah, I'm, I was blanking too, but he covered it, and it was fucking beautiful. I'm probably I, I cr- listen to it for the first. I, <laughs> that's like the first time I cried to music. You're a positive, motivating force within my life. I literally like watched my crush get torqued on, uh, torqued on someone else, walk back to my dorm, and stared out of a window while I listened to that album for the first time. That's the best way to listen to that. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God, I mean, y'all remember his rollout really? for that shit? He just had like a live stream with nothing happening. I was checked into that shit about seven hours a day. <laughs> I was gonna say how 
uh, now that it's been like what five years since that's five six years since that's happened uh can we come clean and say how much that we probably checked into that stream there i was, was on that stream. I, I like i had my phone propped up at work while i would just like just like watch it and talk to customers all day and just like he wouldn't even be in it sometimes i'd just be watching looking at a little table now there was a couple times where i'd be like uh like like it's like oh wait something's about to happen something about and then sometimes like the screen would turn and I'd be like oh shit it's happening it's happening and then yeah just nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember i missed a lot of classwork just because i was not listening to the professor because every now and then he'd have like he'd play like a very tiny 10 second snippet of a song and i'd be like fuck we're here and nothing, nothing would happen after that. Yeah, he kept. There would just be like these little melodic beats that would chop, that would, cop, would come up out of nowhere too, and we would just like be like, "What? Wait, what does this mean? What does this mean?" And that was it. Yeah. All right. Well, quickly. Wait, should we talk about Jokic real quick? Or yeah, let's do that. All right. Um. We kind of talked about this a little bit last week, though. Yeah, I think that's the only reason we should talk about it just briefly. Um, NBA player Nikola Jokic, reigning MVP, uh, recently got into a little bit of a scuffle, I guess, with uh, Markeith Morris of the Miami Heat. Um, it looked like uh, what Markeith hit him. Who hit who first? Was it Nikola hit no, Markeith Keith, first and then Markeith Mark- returned fire? Keith, Keith Mar- hit him first. Okay, and then, and then Jokic just fucking body checked him, and and walked away. Uh, Jokic got hit with a fifty thousand dollar fine and a one game suspension. Um, I love watching those fines. Now it's brought like up my entire student loans, and it's like, all right, well, take out the check. <laughs> uh, so, um, so it started a little bit of a Twitter discussion. Because I guess there was a slight back and forth between the Morris brothers, Markeith and Marcus. Is that is it Marcus? Yeah. Yeah. I made that up. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and um and the Jokic brothers. Mind you, they made up they uh, made they just made a Twitter today to, to clap back at them. Yeah. Yeah. And they it's at Jokic Brothers <laughs> with no Abby. Uh, bear in mind, uh, Nikola Jokic is from Serbia. That's correct, Serbia. Um I don't know. Can someone tell me where the Morris brothers are from? Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, rough, I guess. Um, I mean, they probably didn't have the best upbringing, but I remember vividly watching a video of Nikola Jokic back at home, um, and he had to, like, I guess, cart a bike of strawberries or something, and this dude's like a millionaire a couple times over. Yeah, I... we, we really touched on this, and it's kind of funny how, how perfectly this is flowing into last week, but um, there's different types of tough people. The Morris twins are very, very tough. They're NBA tough. They're USA tough. Philadelphia is a very rough place. I'm sure they had a tough upbringing. They don't seem like people that are for play play whatsoever. But Serbia was part of the uh, Yugoslavian wars. <laughs> Right during Jokic's up, there's a difference between hood tough and war crime tough. Jokic and the Jokic brothers are war crime tough. It's very different. Living in the hood is a very difficult thing. There was fucking crack. There was murder. There was crime. 
but not war crimes. There wasn't people being shot execution style that you had to step over on your way to the fucking burnt down grocery store. That's just, it's just a very different type of life. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure that the Morris twins are tough. Jimmy Butler was getting his shit in there. He's from Texas or some shit. I'm sure yeah, he's a very tough guy as well. But these war crime dudes, they're they're not worried about you, bro. They're, they're really, they're really, really not. Yeah, the, the the kids that grew up in, like, fucking Serbia, Yugoslavia, whatever you want to say. Uh, I don't know where these countries are for real, for real. But, um, you know how all these people are saying, like, oh, our freedom of speech is being taken away. They don't have that there. They, <laughs> they, they never If did. they exercise that, then, yeah, they get shot execution style with a smile on their face. Like, that, that's how they go out. They're considered martyrs if they exercise their little, quote-unquote, freedom of speech. Um, so, that's what their life is like. Correct. And it's just Yeah, it's a pic it's a picnic for Jokic just to get into a little fight on a basketball court with someone that actually probably has never had to fight anybody. Did you see him? Did you see him when he got uh when he got off the court after he shoved him down to the ground and the entire heat basketball team was just like going right at him? Yeah, he took a he took a seat. He took he sat down and was like, Are they coming over here? I don't know. They can call all bring them all over. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. <laughs> My brothers are my brothers are on their on their way here. They're at the hotel. They're just coming down now. No, nah, if you if you break down the video, like Tyler Hero saw exactly what happened, was two steps away, took one step forward, and then about seven steps back. Perfect decision by him. Really respected. Gained a lot of gained a lot of uh, you know. I, I I think of him much higher now because he understood that this was this is a bad idea. And then Jimmy Butler didn't see what happened right away. But you know who did? Bam Adebayo. <laughs> Bam Adebayo saw exactly what happened, didn't have anything strong to do about it. Because, again, he knew that this dude, you know, even though he might not look the toughest, this man grew up watching people be forced into internment camps. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I get that Philly's tough. I get that Texas is tough. But... Uh, there wasn't ethnic cleansing going on during your formative years. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't have to actively <laughs> avoid landmines while you're going to school. <laughs> also, you don't go to school one day and then the next day you have to do some random pledge of allegiance or that you might get shot. So, you know, it's just like <laughs> it's completely different circumstances. I get it. I get it. It's just but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, so everybody everybody uh, decided to act all crazy as soon as they had people um, in front of them, between them. You know what I mean? It's the classic, like, talking crazy because your friend's holding you back. Only probably went to school one day. Do they had even it. do, like, those bomb threat things in, in, in you think, uh, in Serbia? Did they actually do those? No, they just they had, like, a like... really big geology class one day. <laughs> They're probably just more realistic. It's like, you know, bomb if you hear it. I don't know. It's just like, it's. <laughs> I'd hope so. It's just like, yeah, if you, if you hear the siren, that means, I mean, you have to just run, I guess. Like, not that cute little. One of two things. You can hide if you want, but <laughs> it's not like it's looking for anything. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that cute shit that we used to do here. But what did they tell them? Like, to get down and tuck your head down or something like that? Get under the desk? Yeah. That's fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah, I think it just makes it easier for cleanups, to be honest. <laughs> Pretty much. I actually did, like, a, I had to, for my job, I had to do, like, anti-terrorism training because I'm working on military bases. Do you know they actually tell you, if someone starts shooting, don't lay down. You're supposed to squat. Make yourself a smaller target, but if you lay down, the bullets that are bouncing around are probably going to dome your ass. So squat. <laughs> for future reference, that's my game of the week. Squat when a shootout happens. Don't lay down. 
Or just have a gun. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, also, so yeah. Or just say no. The, or just say no. My, so, <laughs> Keith, Keith. Just just tell him, don't shoot. <laughs> Keith wasn't trying to fight. It's worked for me. He was, uh, he was pretending to be hurt. Um, and also, uh, the, the NBA fights are so low stakes. There's been like one and a half punches thrown in the last like five seasons. Nobody's landed clean in, in years. There's been one fight in the NBA, and it was the mouse in the palace. And after that, that was it. Like everyone else, just yeah. like those a couple of swings, they might land it uh, here and there. But ever since the mouse in the palace, that was like the only fight that like actually happened. And that was just since it's the only fight, it gets Netflix specials. Correct. And that was that wasn't a fight, Evan. That was a brawl. <laughs> that was that's still one of the best scenes to this day. Is Ron Artest fully squaring up with just a civilian? <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> and also shout out to that guy because it's not like he even batted an eye he was like oh shit all right, he, uh, let's he, go. No, he actually <laughs> ate that if you look back at the video he he took it yeah 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 he did take the which is another him. another theory i have uh basketball players can get their ass kicked pretty easily i'll save that for when uh darren williams fights frank Gore, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, there's a difference between being athletic and being able to fight. Y'all see that video of uh, speaking of this like altercation. This is probably why y'all see that video of Tyler Hero like in a boxing gym trying to throw hands. It's hilarious that like these dudes are actually freak no. of nature athletes. No. Some of the most athletic people we have on the planet, and they look like fucking pussies trying to throw a regular punch. It's unbelievable. Also, also honestly, I don't want to see anybody. I probably all of us probably look like shit. Like on a boxing exactly. bag. I don't want to see that unless you've been doing that shit for years and just been conditioned. Like it, it's unless like you are like like well practiced and like well trained, you look like shit whenever you're trying to get on one of those speed bags or anything. Like it's just not it's not going to look good. So yeah, save the recordings unless you're going to do it in really slow motion. Uh, just a just a quick. I did a quick Google on Jokic's brothers just to kind of get more because there was also an altercation last year with Jokic and Devin Booker where Book was talking crazy to him and his brothers were literally ready to snap that motherfucker in half. Well, um, his brothers about to walk off from the stands. Yeah. So his brothers are both ex professional basketball players and one of them is an amateur MMA fighter. Um, and both of them also fell asleep to the torture screams from the fucking ethnic cleansing camp. Um, down the street from Jokic's house, so I, it's it's not that deep. Like <laughs> that, there's nothing that Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo or Markeith Morris can do that's gonna actually make Jokic flinch. It's just not gonna happen, and especially with his brothers at most of the games. Yeah, yeah, I remember that because I, I remember there was like there was like some third party that was trying to hold back this just aggressively. Uh, big white man from trying to go back onto the court also if a man has bedazzled jeans that does either mean he can get his ass kicked or he will be delivering ass <laughs> it's one of the two and i think he's on the ladder into that <laughs> if he uh if he if he is from um some type of like like south russian type of like country and he has bedazzled pants and yeah he has the hands of a of, of someone who digs holes for a living <laughs> <clears throat> All right, you guys want to go into a couple segments and call it a day? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we'll do the light skin of the week. Why you gotta fight with me at Cheesecake? You know I love to go there. Say I'm acting light skin. I can't take you nowhere. This a place for fa- light skin of the week is just a shout out someone 
doesn't have to be light skin, could be anybody. Um, I guess I'll start here first, since I actually have one this week for the first time in three weeks. This guy's not light skin at all. He's uh, damn Idris. Um, I think he. Uh, you guys see the video? Of uh, yeah, he had, he had Sweetie uh, playing the piano for him. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did see that video a little earlier today. Yeah, I don't know what it means, but whatever it is, it's a, it's a W in my book. <laughs> Uh, it would take a nigga with a British palate to probably hang out with Sweetie. But, you know. <laughs> oh, she's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they make a Sweetie meal at McDonald's? That shit lasted like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking. I don't even. I think they like just like removed. They made the patty like the bun or something like that. And it was so fucking stupid. Yeah, but then Sweetie would dip that shit in fruity pebbles and also like, I don't know, like horseradish. Like that 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 girl is out of control when it comes to food. It's exactly what they do in the UK, so that makes sense. Yeah, they do weird shit like that all the time. I know they talk shit about everything we eat here, but boy, they're I'll, weird no, over no, no, no. I'll be damned <laughs> if anybody British is ever going to talk about food in any capacity, bro. I had fish and chips. I mean, they're, they, they this, these niggas yeah, destroyed the entire world and had to, and still haven't figured out how to season shit. It blows my goddamn mind. Yeah, I mean, their claim to fame is a uh, is a uh, fried fish and French fries, which is you know whatever. Yeah, well, it's not even good fried fish though. It's just flour. I mean, do you know how hard it is to fry fish? You put it in a little vat and it does it for you. And then once it's fried, it like it's not like. It, but when you go there, there's like they'll be like, "Oh no, this place has the best fried fish." And I was like, "You know, I promise they don't. Like, I promise it's on par with. Have you been to Long John Silver's? I, I promise it's not terribly different from Long John Silver's." Dead ass though. Any catfish spot can blow any British fish and chips out the water. I've been there. I've had it. It's dog shit. They don't even put salt on the fries, bro. It's terrible. Uh, some, place, some places do, but they'll put, like, an overwhelming amount. That's the thing, though. They'll give you the fish and just give you a lemon. Like, that's enough flavor. <laughs> just, yeah, squeeze yeah. the lemon on top. Fish and chips. The fuck are you talking about? But, yeah, shout out to, shout out to Dams and Idris, uh, I think even just from a year ago was talking about how he was getting left red on DMs. Now look at him. So yeah, he was like playing the saxophone on his uh, on his store last time I checked. So oh yeah, good for that nigga, I guess. All right, Joe, you got one. Yeah, uh, my light skin of the week is um actual light skin. Uh, it's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um. <laughs> For a multitude of reasons, actually, there's two reasons. One, um, I, I don't, I don't understand the context of the uh, the footage, but um, at some sort of uh, rich person get together, um, Leonardo DiCaprio happened to be uh, introduced to Jeff Bezos' new girlfriend, beautiful, beautiful woman, um, Jeff Bezos' new girlfriend, and uh, she looked at him in, in in such a way I can only describe as you know the the look. <laughs> Right in front of yeah, her man's, yeah. right, right, literally with her arm around her man's, she stared that man in the eye and said, "You can have it." And <laughs> I, uh, I just, uh, I think there's a lot, lot to be learned there. Sitting tickles, 
Sent tingles down my spine. I don't know about you guys. Jeff Bezos is going to turn into a whole demon because he did that. If that's not proof that sometimes it's just never enough, I don't know what is. (laughs) Like, there's the big leagues, and then there's the league that Leonardo DiCaprio is like. Like, Jeff Bezos could have $400 billion or whatever the fuck he has, but he wasn't in Titanic's. You know what I mean? What he should do was look at him the same way she was because, I mean, if you ever seen Leonardo DiCaprio's, I mean, I would look the same way. Exactly. Just all together. Leonardo Cappuccino was actually a pretty handsome guy. Pretty handsome. Yeah. Have you seen him? And, and from you see the way he had silent. sex with that bear in that one movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, the bear had sex with him. Um, uh, but no, uh, Leonardo Di- uh, Di- Di- Capri son, he is, he's, a, he's a pretty silent assassin out here, too. So I mean, it's, it's something to behold when you're that handsome, that successful and you're just single with no still, kids still it's been in the streets this whole time this nigga did jeff a favor <laughs> he saw the way that jeff's girl looked at him and was like i'm gonna take a step away but it was nice to meet y'all also do you see the hand movements yeah the hand movements is what it told me everything correct correct do you see uh do you see jeff jeff's response oh he uh, to be fair he handled it like a champ yeah i mean he was he, he put a funny tweet up about it but at the end of the day like he he knows <laughs> He knows that woman got a stern talking to because she was trying to relive the plot of Titanic's Jeff Bezos bought her the fucking biggest Ruby of all time. And then Leonardo comes by in sweatpants and is like, Hey, what's up girl? (laughs) You want to learn how to dance? (laughs) So yeah, shout out uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Also I'm hearing rumors and they're probably complete bullshit, but I think it's hysterical that he might play Jim Jones in a dip set documentary. There's nothing I would rather see. So I hope that happens. Thought, don't we were just talking about blackface. <laughs> I think it's a perfect opportunity. Alex, I don't know if you know, but let's let's just not clear it up from. Let's just let him think that. What'd you say, Evan? I said I don't know if you know for sure, but let's just let him think that. I'm just, I don't want to clear it up. No, because I thought I thought it was a. Uh... I thought it was a. a, a I, I was confused too because I saw exactly what they were talking about. And I was like, is there a white Jim Jones that I'm missing? And, <laughs> and then they photoshopped pictures of him with Cameron. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm willfully going with the ignorance of that shit. I'm very aware that Jim Jones is the fucking cult leader that killed like 400 people, whatever. <laughs> What's much funnier <laughs> is him playing my, Jim uh, Jones right, well, in the in Well, the my ignorant ass was like. Yeah, no, my ignorant ass was like, he's, he's going to be in a dip sack documentary. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I didn't, I didn't know who the other Jim Jones guy was. You didn't know well, who Jim I Jones named himself after? <laughs> well, when I first heard of it, I just, like, saw him. Like, it was, like, the That's s- not his real name? <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> it's actually wildly inappropriate because he, he, put, he made that his rap name very, very shortly after that shit actually happened. <laughs> 400 people died in fucking South or Central America, wherever that motherfucker had his cult. Or, yeah, I'm, I'm making up the numbers. I don't know how many people actually died, but I'm pretty sure it was over 100. Drank the fucking Kool-Aid and died because of that cult leader. And Jim Jones, the rapper, was like, that's the perfect person to name myself after. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea. Wow. I, I thought he was, yeah, I thought we were just going to get... You're the dipset dog. No, I saw like the side by was, I saw yeah. the side by side of him and Jim Jones. Like I knew the story already, but um when I saw that he could uh like the little memes with him and the rapper, I think that's a better movie. I agree. I do too. And I and I actually 
all jokes aside, I think he would actually do a, he would do a real good Jim Jones to be honest. <laughs> like we're not I don't say I mean it's Jim Jones, so he doesn't even have to go full blackface. So like he could just I hope Robert Downey Jr. plays Cameron. Let's let's keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually a really good cast. All thing hey, all things considered, that's a really solid cast. <laughs> We'll throw in Lakeith Stanfield or something like that, just to like you know get an actual black person. Well, I probably we gotta get one of the Britain ones, but you know, <laughs> Lakeith Stanfield will probably fit that role too well. Yeah, yeah, but you got a light skin, I mean. Yeah, mine's uh, Freddie Gibbs. I love that. What's Freddie Gibbs up to? Um, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but apparently he was supposed to be heavily featured on um. On Adele's last album, um, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently he was he was cut because he vocally outperformed her in every way possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's not sure about true. the. The truth to, uh, behind that, but you know what? I'm rocking with it. So that is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when uh, there was that big ass debate with like who's the king of R and B, and Jaquez was J- Jaquez or whatever was like starting that shit. And he just made a tweet. Is like, if someone's like, who's the real king of R and B? And he just quoted, "Is like me, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you heard basketball wives? <laughs> Freddie sings. <laughs> I was chopping up a brick while I was fucking on that bitch. <laughs> yeah, they're all Freddy. I fucking love Freddie Gibbs. He said he was going to titty fuck DJ Academics. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right, well, you guys want to do uh, some game and call it a day? Yeah. I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. All right, we're going to give you guys some game for the rest of the week. Some advice. Probably shouldn't listen to it, but who cares? Uh, I got some. Do you guys have any? Go ahead. All right. I'm a, I think it's weird that men wear jerseys. I think that should... We should stop that. I think it's weird that you're wearing a a jersey with another man's name on it, especially if you are in college and then also wearing uh, a college person's jersey with their name on it. I think that's very fucking weird. Yeah, you're Um, you're absolutely right. I I definitely felt that way. I remember – I don't think I ever had like a college jersey, but I remember meeting a couple of those niggas at parties and kind of – like seeing people adjacent to them wearing their jersey and I was like, Nope. <laughs> that is some that is some strange shit. Like that is some goofball shit. Yeah, that I think you can get away with it up until the age of like fourteen. And then at a certain point mm-hmm. it's like when these people are actually your fucking contemporaries, like these these people are your age and shoulder to shoulder with you, that shit is strange. Yeah, like you're in a party and like uh let's say I'm in a part uh, it I'm not in college anymore, but like, I, so the reason this is about is because I, w- I went back to UC for homecoming this past weekend, right? Mm-hmm. 
and there's a guy that was wearing a jersey of a player that's like playing currently. Uh, I was like, that's just weird as shit because you, later this night you could potentially be talking to a girl, and that guy could walk into the same place that you're at, and by happenstance, the girl that you're talking to is now his. That's uh, that's correct. Yeah, and you know. I don't know what type of fan you are of this guy. Maybe you're happy about it. Maybe you're not. But, you know, that's just that's that's what you signed up for, pal. That's just what I think. Your customized jersey that you had to make just for this guy and you decided to wear. I don't know. I've always thought that was weird to put another man's name on your back. I, I get I think the only time I really get it is maybe like those like classic jerseys. Yeah. Like, you know, like that that might be cool. Uh, but I don't think I'd really do it. I don't. I wouldn't even do it for a professional athlete, to be honest. Yeah, only, no, I'm, only, I'm over it. Only jersey I've ever owned in my life is uh, Richard Hamilton and uh, Coffee Black. So, <laughs> yeah, I have an Iverson and a Marbury jersey, both of which I got when I was very young. I think even like by the time I was in high school, I was like, I'm not trying to do it. But that's the thing. We're adults now. Like you can go out and run into professional athletes. It's happened to us multiple times. And I'm not even in like a top yeah. three city. Like it's happened to me multiple times. You know what a fucking weirdo you would look like if you're wearing one of these niggas' jerseys or like their teammates' jersey? That's just weird. We're all adults yeah. now. And like I, <laughs> I like I had a LeBron James jersey when I was you know 11, and then you know I, I grew out of it, and I was like, well, why would I ever do that again? That's just stupid. Yeah, it's funny you say that though, because you call him a father figure, and he's three years older than you. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to walk he's, that he's back big. now. <laughs> But go off, go off. Sorry, I didn't have a dad to look up to, Joe. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, that's different. Like, I mean, the dude's not – the dude's only but, like, so much older than you. Like, like biologically speaking, that wouldn't even make sense. It's not Patrick Ewing, bro. It's LeBron. LeBron is 34 years old. He has a son that you're going to see out later tonight. Like (laughs) – Yeah, again, hey, sorry you guys. uh, You guys all had father figures here. I'm just, you know – just, you know, follower's child, I guess. Didn't have much to look up to. It was either that or, uh, you know, uh, 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 Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's much better. Um, I think that's completely reasonable. <laughs> makes more sense <laughs> if you want to talk about your span, you know, like. your I think your older brother is actually the same age as LeBron, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Who would you rather look up to, Evan? LeBron or would you rather look up to our older brother? <laughs> Yeah, take your time. Uh, so, <laughs> having never met LeBron, I would still look up to LeBron, knowing everything I know about my older brother. That's the same age as LeBron. Thank you, Evan. <laughs> you you just proved my point. I might go order a LeBron James jersey just off the fact of everything you just fucking said. <laughs> but yeah, we have to no. take that part out. What? What you just said? I don't give a shit. <laughs> He should. That should be his father figure too, and they're the same age. <laughs> Honestly, if you have a brother that listens seventy minutes into this podcast, then they fucking, <laughs> then then you know they they do love you, and you should treat them better. But they're absolutely not going to. So you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. To put a bow on it. Uh, no jerseys. I don't know. Uh, if you're gonna wear a jersey, do a hardwood classic or something like that, or. The old one. I you can get a jersey without a name on it, right? Yes. Or just a t shirt. 
a t-shirt with your team on it. I think that's fair. A hoodie, maybe? Well, I th- I think I understand getting a jersey. I just wouldn't – I just I don't know. I just I'm, – I'm trying to find a happy medium because I know that's it's kind of weird. Is it I bad that, that for like the that, past four or five years I've actually been like really looking for an O.J. Simpson jersey? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, not at all. I would love to wear that to a Black Lives Matter rally. <laughs> I'm surprised you can't find one. Harder to find than you think, Alex. <laughs> I heard it's actually pretty hard to find a Hernandez jersey too. Okay, so that's uh, that's that's uh, that's definitely it. And those Henry Ruggs jerseys are going <laughs> God, super shut the super fuck fast. Up. <laughs> like I heard, they're just fucking flying off the racks. Like at like 152 miles per hour. Oh god! Like 156. They're just running into the backs of everybody though. Um. Uh, fiery speed, yeah. Literally, just just destroying everything right now with those jerseys. Okay. okay all right. Okay. Um. All right. Well, this was the No Relation Podcast. Uh, this is Alex saying bye. This is Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. Be safe. This is Evan. Oh 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 yeah yeah. Oh. To my face and I believed it Ooh. I believed it I believed it Said no matter what I do You never leave me huh. Never leave me Never leave me Now you're gone uh. So long uh. Now she's gone So long Ooh. I put my foot on the gas As soon as I heard the news they say that I'm creeping on you, told you that shit ain't true Well that same chick been texting me and FaceTiming I was acting like you bugging just for asking about it Said ain't real, please say it ain't real You said these men ain't loyal, never thought that I'd be one I put you on top, but I thought to watch, you know I showed you all Via your neck, we run up a check, but none of that matters at all oh, oh, oh. You said what I'll be, I said we all be love of friends You told me put some respect on your name Tell me I never change. You say all these niggas the same. How could I ever flip this on you like you're to blame? But you lied to my face and I believed it. 